Are you planning a trip to Alaska in 2024? Today, I'm sharing how to make it happen. Welcome to the Alaska Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Jenny Twing Flaming. I bring you accurate, helpful, and entertaining information about Alaska travel and life in Alaska. Today, I am talking about everything you need to know to plan your trip to Alaska in 2024. And before we get into the content, I want to share with you a little bit about the ways that I can help you plan your trip to Alaska for 2024 or beyond. There are three main ways that I help my clients plan their trips. And the first one is with my digital Alaska travel planners. I have three of those. The biggest one, the most popular one, is the Alaska Adventure Travel Planner. And you can learn more about that at ordinary-adventures.com forward slash Alaska-Adventure-Planner. And the planner walks you through everything I'm going to talk about in this episode and everything you need to do to feel confident that you are planning an amazing and unique itinerary. I also have travel planners for cruising and for driving to Alaska, and those links are both in the show notes if you want to check those out. Uh, Another way that I help uh, clients is to do one-on-one travel planning. So I do Zoom sessions and um, you can book one of those and just talk through your plan, anything you need help with or anything you're stuck on. And then finally, I do full custom itineraries uh, for folks. Um, Sometimes I help people plan their entire trip, a completely unique custom itinerary. It's really fun to do that. It's one of my favorite parts of my job. And I also help people plan and book their cruise itineraries, whether that's just a cruise to Alaska or a cruise tour where you have a land portion that you book through the cruise line. And sometimes I also help people Um, do both of those where they have a land portion on their own and a cruise. So whatever you're interested in, I can help you if you want some help getting through this process and not feeling overwhelmed or afraid that you're missing out on something. So if you are interested in any of those options, all the links are down in the show notes and you can uh, find out more there. All right. So today's topic is planning a trip to Alaska in 2024. And I'm going to talk about cruising first and then planning a trip on your own. And when I say on your own, I mean booking everything yourself, going to places on land as opposed to booking a cruise. So we'll talk about both of those today. And uh, if you are planning a winter trip to Alaska, I'm not going to be talking about that in this episode, but recently in early November, on November 8th, our episode, episode 34, was all about planning a trip 
in winter. And Jay and I talked about that in a lot of detail. So if you want to go to Alaska in the winter, which I would highly recommend, go back and check out that episode. All right. So first of all, we're going to talk about cruising. We also have an episode that was from back in September where we talked about cruising um, with cruise expert Alana Schatower, and that was a great episode. So if you are planning a cruise, I would encourage you to listen to that one as well as the many, many episodes we have that are about the different Alaska cruise ports. We've had episodes about Glacier Bay. We've had several episodes about Juneau. We have an episode about Ketchikan. Um, so there's lots of, of great episodes for you to listen to if you're planning a cruise. So today, I'm just going to talk about, in general, getting your cruise booked. You do not want to wait to do this. It is not going to get less expensive. It is going to get more expensive as we get closer to the Alaska season. Now, there are still some really good deals on cruises to be found if you're willing to go in May. Um, May is a wonderful month to cruise in Southeast Alaska, um, though it's one of the drier months. It's not as busy. Cruises are less expensive. It is going to be a little colder than it is in the middle of the summer, but it's not going to be like winter. Um, it's a great time to go. So the important thing is, if you are booking a cruise, if you are planning a cruise to Alaska in the summer of 2024, don't wait any longer to book it. Um, it's it's not going to get less expensive and it's going to get harder to find the exact itineraries or possibly the cabins you want. So don't wait. Um, definitely get that done. One of the things I, I wanted to just mention also about cruises, and by the way, if you are wanting to book a cruise on your own, definitely grab my Alaska Cruise Planner. It walks you through absolutely every single step from picking your itinerary to choosing shore excursions, all things like that. And of course, I can also help you plan and book your cruise. But if you want to do it on your own, grab that so you don't miss anything. Um, one of the first decisions you'll need to make is what itinerary you want. And I have found people get very overwhelmed by that. So I want to just encourage you to not make it overly complicated. When you go to any cruise line's website, there are so many options, it's overwhelming. But ultimately, there's really two there's really one big decision to make, which is are you going to do a land portion also or are you going to do just the cruise? Once you've made that decision and in the planner or if you are having me work if you're working with me to plan and book it, we'll work through all of these things. But once you've made that decision, everything else follows from there. If you are doing just a cruise, I really recommend doing round trip itineraries from either Seattle or Vancouver. If you're doing a one way or if you're doing a land tour, then I recommend doing a one way cruise because then you don't have sort of an extra flight that you don't need. And that would be either going from Vancouver up to Alaska or going from Alaska down to Vancouver. So once you've made that decision, um, then you kind of figure out all the details from there and it gets much easier. So don't get overwhelmed. Um, start with deciding whether or not you're doing land. And then based on that, either book the cruise tour or book a round trip cruise from Seattle or Vancouver. Another thing I wanted to just mention, if you are listening to this and you have already booked your cruise, 
Um, if you're listening to this in real time, this episode is rec- being recorded in December and will be live at the end of December. And I really want to encourage you to make sure you have travel insurance. I know this is a really boring topic and I should probably do an episode just about travel insurance. Um, But for now, what I just want to say is cruises are uh, non-refundable. And if you don't have travel insurance and anything goes wrong, you're going to lose all your money and you don't want that. The other thing is it covers medical expenses and getting home or getting to medical care from places in Alaska can be really challenging and expensive. So uh, everyone traveling to Alaska should have travel insurance, in my opinion, as a travel professional. But for cruises, it's really important. You can either book it through the cruise line or through a third party. Um, I'm going to put in the show notes my favorite place to get travel insurance, which is Insure My Trip, because you can compare options. But for cruises, you can also book it through the cruise line. And that's another good way to go. And that's definitely simpler. So um, yeah. So if you're already booked, make sure you have travel insurance. And then the other thing you want to do right away, if you're already booked, is book your shore excursions. Because shore excursions, so that is the tours uh, that are optional when you're in port. Some of those sell out. And if you are an experienced cruiser, I just want to let you know that tours do sell out in Alaska and not everyone is aware of that. They're used to places where maybe that isn't as big of an issue. So if a particular tour is very important to you, you want to book that uh, in the next month in January for sure. Um, Also, I want to just make sure that you know that if you don't book any shore excursions, you'll still have an amazing cruise. So there are wonderful tours in Alaska, but if you don't want to do that, you should feel fine about that decision and exploring the ports um, on your own. All right, I'm going to wrap up the cruise portion there. Like I said, if you are planning a cruise, go back and listen to some of those other episodes I shared with you or check out my cruise planner that is down in the show notes. All right, for the rest of this episode, we're going to transition to talking about trips on your own. So these are, this would be if you are planning a trip to Alaska and you are not taking a cruise, this section is for you. Um, This would also apply to folks who are doing a cruise but want to do a land portion of the trip on their own. This would also apply to you. So 2024 is shaping up to be another very busy year in Alaska travel. So expect, and I've talked about this in other episodes, but I really want to prepare you that prices are high. Accommodations, lodging, it's very expensive. Food is very expensive. Alaska is an expensive destination and it's just the way it is. So I have often uh, worked with clients who feel like they're missing something. They're like, are hotels really this expensive? Um, and yes, they are, right? So, you know, if you if you work with me or use my planner, I can help you find more affordable accommodations if you're willing to make some trade-offs about where exactly you go, which are totally worth it. Um, but I just want to prepare you that it's not anything... Uh, anything about you that's making it that way. It's because Alaska is in very high demand. 
the summer season is pretty short and many places are somewhat remote. And even places that are not remote, like Anchorage uh, or Fairbanks, still get most of their food and many supplies brought in by air or barge or truck. And it takes a long time and it's expensive. So just be ready for that. My biggest piece of advice, and by the way, um, I do have an episode that's about traveling on a budget. So go back and listen to that one too, if budget is a big priority for you. So speaking of priorities, my biggest budget tip, and honestly, even if you're not on a budget, if you have unlimited money to spend on your trip, I still think it's important to prioritize in your itinerary. So I really believe that you don't want to be sleeping in more than two places in a week, um, unless you're on a cruise or a cruise tour um, where all the logistics and everything are handled for you. But if you're traveling on your own, if you try to fit in more than that, you will be traveling the entire time. You will be in a car, on a train, on a boat, on an airplane the whole time and won't get to just be and experience these amazing things that Alaska has to offer. And prioritizing can be hard, but you can do it, right? And Alaskans who have lived in Alaska their entire lives have not seen everything and won't in their lifetime. So let go of this idea that you can see everything and instead be thinking about what's really important and what you really want to do so you can have time to really do things while you're there. If you only take one thing away from this episode, I just want to say it's this. Try not to do too many things or don't do too many things. It's really important. Okay, next up, um, after you've prioritized the next thing and figured out your itinerary. And again, if you're stuck on this, if you need help with this, use my planner. It's an awesome tool. It's I've developed it based on working with clients on my own travel and my experience living in Alaska and all of that over like more than 20 years. So it's a fantastic tool. Uh, definitely use that. It will help you with all of these things. And I want to just mention, like, once you're ready to book, right, like you've figured out your basic itinerary and what you're doing, the first thing you want to book is your accommodations. And often people are surprised by that. They're like, well, shouldn't I get my flights first? I say no, because the cost of your flights is going to be pretty small compared to the cost of the rest of the trip. It's still a big expense, but it's not the biggest expense. So figuring out where you're going to stay and how many places you're going in how much time, once you have that done, everything else flows from there. Accommodations, so whether that's uh, camping or um, staying in lodges or staying in Airbnbs, that is the most limited resource in Alaska travel. So that's another reason to get that figured out and booked early. Now that said, there are always places you can go at the last minute, but places like Denali and Seward are very hard to find a place to stay if you don't plan pretty far ahead. In Denali, if you're camping, that gives you another option. And 
a lot of camping you can kind of do at the last minute. Um, but like the campgrounds in Denali National Park, you want to book those ahead of time. Campgrounds in Seward, you want to book those ahead of time. Um, campgrounds that are close to Anchorage, within a couple hours of Anchorage, you want to have those booked and reserved ahead of time as well. So once you have that done, you've prioritized, you've figured out your itinerary, and you've booked your accommodations, then you're ready to do everything else. Um, and, you know, I do kind of have a recommended order for that, but it doesn't matter so much once you have your accommodations done, then you can figure out everything else. I want to mention again that travel insurance is super important for your trip. Um, it's because many things in Alaska are non-refundable. Um, it can get really expensive if weather changes your plans. You have to stay somewhere lo longer than you planned on. Um, if you're taking a small plane somewhere and you can't get there because of weather, you know where are you going to stay instead? Travel insurance helps with all of those costs. Um, and then the last thing about travel insurance that's super important that I mentioned when we were talking about cruises is that if you have a medical emergency and you're in Alaska, it can be very expensive to get to medical care. So travel insurance also helps with that. So um, make sure you want to get travel insurance right away when you have things booked and you know what it's going to cost. And I will also, if travel insurance is new to you, which it is to many people, many of my clients are like, I've never done that before, or I'm not familiar with that. I'm going to put my article that is about travel insurance in the show notes as well. So you can read a little more about my thoughts on why that's so important. And I will just tell you that I spend a lot of time in Alaska every year, many weeks, and I always have travel insurance for my own trips. And the reason for that is that my personal budget doesn't support the kind of expenses that could happen if um, something disrupts my plans or if I need medical care that I didn't plan on that I have to fly to get to you um, or if for some reason I'm not able to do my trip so I don't lose all my money. So um, those are some things I wanted to mention about that. So the key to planning a trip on your own, it can be people get very overwhelmed planning a trip to Alaska. But just to wrap up this, you do not need to be overwhelmed. You really can do this by just making some choices. They might be a little hard, but you can do it. And once they're made, you'll be very happy. So prioritizing, getting the basic itinerary, booking accommodations, everything else comes from there. Um, so that is what you need to plan your trip. And before I wrap up this episode, I wanted to just mention that in January, uh, in addition to having the same typical episodes that Jay and I do with various guests talking about all different kinds of things for Alaska travelers, we will be doing that every Wednesday in January. In addition to that, just for the month of January, I am going to record a short episode like this one probably even shorter than this one, every Monday. So there will be two episodes a week in January. And the short Monday ones will all be follow-ups to this one where I'll be talking about specific things 
um, related to planning your Alaska trip in 2024. So you can get that done. So the, the first one, which will be on January 1st, is going to be about cruising and how to choose and book your Alaska cruise. The second one will be a little more detail about the order of operations um, of what you want to do and when and on what timeline um, as you get ready for your trip. And if you're planning a trip beyond 2024, that will also help you because you can start early with some of those things. I'll also do one about how to make those tough prioritizing decisions about where am I going to go? Where am I going to leave out? Also, um, where to stay, how to figure out what kind of accommodations are going to be best for you on your Alaska trip. And then finally, picking activities and tours. Do you want to do organized tours and which ones? What's worth it and what might not be worth it and how to make those decisions? So there will be those five short episodes, again, probably even shorter than this one, um, along with our regular Wednesday episodes throughout the month of January. So if you are planning a trip in 2024, I am so excited for you. I am happy to be here to help you along the way. And I am really, really thrilled for you. So uh, here's to 2024 and lots of Alaska adventures. Happy New Year. And I will see you next week on Monday and Wednesday. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Alaska Uncovered. And we'll see you next week. Bye for now.